Hi, I'm Garcia. And I'm Telly. And we are the Her Castle Girls, founders of Bright Mindset Project. Welcome to It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls. <laughs> we talk about how as humans, <laughs> we can amplify our mindset practices, become more magnetic, follow our authentic callings, lead in our own energies to become that version of our higher level selves that we know we can be. Our principles are based in neurolinguistic programming, spiritual aspects, and alternative therapies. On today's episode, we discuss the findings of Dr. Daniel Amen, a psychiatrist and brain disorder specialist. Dr. Amen believes that our brain health is very dependent on our mental health. He believes that our DNA can in fact affect our brain health and quality of life if left untreated. Today, we bring together the results of two tests we did to better understand our own brains, the brain health assessment, and know your dragons. I love mm-hmm. assessments and tests like this that allow you to really get to know yourself even more. I think it's so important. I agree with you, Car. I think it's interesting how, cause you know, when it comes to the brain, that's pretty much where everything takes place. Yes. So because it's not something you flex, so to say, like a muscle, although it right. is a muscle, but yes, anyway, because people are so mixed up and more focused on their six pack or their thunder thighs, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. the last thing on a person's mind is their actual mind. Right. Forgetting that that's where everything is. Like that's the hub of your entire being. Depending on that, you know, your brain decides if you lose weight or if you gain weight. Your brain decides if you're hungry or not hungry. It decides if you're irritable or happy. Like everything happens there. So it's just interesting how it gets ignored. But when you do these tests, it just opens your your opens your mind to so much interesting things that you don't really think about on the day to day. I yeah, exactly. I agree with that. I find that. The relationship, and we talk a lot about that Mm -hmm. in our videos, on our podcast, Mm -hmm. about the relationship between you and yourself and how it needs to be strengthened. It needs to be nurtured. It needs to be better. And doing assessments like this, it helps us to better understand who we are. And therefore, it helps us to understand what boundaries we need to set. It helps us to understand what issues we need to work through. A lot of people... You know, like Dr. Amen, you know, after looking at how he breaks things down um, as far as brain health, even the things that have happened to us in our past past, like to our grandparents, it's affecting us today. And a lot of people would look me straight in the eye and say, no such thing, Garcia. It's not true. Science is proving it true now. So... There. There you go. But, you know, having these findings is really going to help not only all of us as Mm -hmm. mindset advocates, but also as practitioners when we are sharing 
you know, news of how people can better their brain health oh, absolutely. for their mental health. Absolutely. It's not just coming from a place of maybes and you know, feelings, but it's coming right. from a true place. Yeah. And you're not like, you know, guessing it's like, okay, well maybe right. this doing assessments like this completely take the guessing out of it. Yes. So you're actually getting actual, you know, real results. You're getting real answers as to why we are the way we are. And yeah, after doing this, I know we both were just saying how this is trippy. It gets cool. And it's also kind of scary, but scary in a good in way, a great way because you're just like, it's like opening a treasure chest. You're like, yes. oh my gosh, this explains everything. Holy crap. <laughs> now we're going to start this whole conversation with the first assessment that we did. And that yes. brain assessment is called the brain health assessment. Mm -hmm. And it takes us through a series of questions right. that helps us to sort of discover the health of our brain. Right. This is an important thing. And I, we can't encourage everyone enough to definitely check this out. Like do, a, do one for yourself. And the cool thing with these tests too is you can do them all anytime you like, all the time. You can do yeah. it once a week, once a month. Because mm -hmm. I know that um, it's a lot of people, they'll do it and it changes. So, and some people it doesn't. Sometimes it just stays the same. So, right. You know, you did mention this idea of, you know, the brain, it is very much a muscle. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, how our bodies can change, mm -hmm. you know, our brains can also change. So, true. so today your brain health might be down here. But after working on things for even two, three weeks, you might right. realize there's an improvement. So this is definitely a test I think everyone should try to do, even like once every quarter. Oh, yeah. You know, like do this test and see where you are Absolutely. with your mind health. Absolutely. So another thing that I love is yes. that, you know, us being sisters, growing yeah. up together, <laughs> doing these tests, we learned a lot about things. It doesn't really, I mean, in some cases you would think, oh, they got all the same results. But that's not true. No, it's not. And and I think we'll see that with the next uh, assessment we talk about. True. Yes. I think the next one we have some differences. Yes. It's, it's interesting. Yes. And yeah, you, you guys will see when we get to that next test. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So let's talk about the brain type. So we both got from the brain health assessment, we both got brain type two. Mm -hmm. And basically what brain type two is, it's when the prefrontal cortex, the front area of the brain, right. it um, is a bit more, it's, I, I'm trying to find the words and right. I'm looking at yes. this, mm -hmm. but it needs stimulation. Uh, yeah. We get <laughs> bored easily. Uh. It's hard for us to stay focused unless we are excited and really jazzed about what we're doing so girl that's like <laughs> listen people around the world this is nothing but facts i can speak for the both of us girl like come on even like when you think back to growing up when we were kids we were always just like you're so quick you know you're quick to be bored and you're so quick to go on yeah. adventures like we'd always do these things where we'd run out of the house for no reason just yeah. to go on an adventure in our neighborhood, like, and we never grew out of it. We never grew out of it. We're still. <laughs> we were grown women running out of the house and looking for adventure, and looking for adventure. Yeah, it's a never-ending thing. 
Yeah. So wanderlust. I think that's where. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, so it goes on to say that, you know, um, this uh, part of the brain, hmm. it's basically the brain's break. It stops us from saying or doing things that aren't in our best interest, but it can also stop creative out of the box thinking if it works too hard. So we also should not be working too hard or else we burn out, burn out. which is one of girl we all know already <laughs> hence why we're all how we're mindful mavens because of that yes we know, we know. yes yes wow isn't that crazy though it's so, far? so it's so interesting and so because our brains need constant stimulation mm -hmm. and excitement um you know we have lower dopamine levels we should not be doing anything that keeps us calm or calms our brain down. Yeah. Um, so supplements that would do that are not good for us. Another thing about type two brains mm -hmm. is that we're usually either smokers or coffee drinkers. We're always looking for substances that can turn the brain on. We don't smoke. <laughs> no, I do not smoke. She doesn't Never smoke. Have. I don't smoke. Um, but the coffee is a thing. Coffee is a thing. It's under control now. It's yes. not as bad as it used to be. Yes. We used to be severe coffee drinkers. Yes. But now it's not too bad. Yeah, it's funny. When you give up the corporate world, it's easier to right? drop it's a lot of dropped it. habits. Oh. Um, the best strategy for type uh, two brains is exercise, activity, lots of physical exercise, um, stimulating supplements, higher protein and lower carbs. Because as we know, the carbs, uh, when you have a lot of you get those really sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of tired. Yeah. So that is the type two Isn't brain. That crazy. That's uh, like, I, now, I feel like, right? You know that now. Yes. And then that's why it's so hilarious because you always, you know, you have these habits. You're not sure where they're from. You figure, oh, maybe I inherited it from my grandma or maybe even from an uncle or aunt. But then when you do this and you're like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm always working out. That's why I'm always drinking coffee <laughs> or at least well, a lot back in the day. To, yeah. That's why you're this. That's why you're that. And when you learn all these things, you become more confident in yourself because now well, you know yes. who you are as a person. Right. And for instance, knowing that your body is truly dependent on coffee because you need stimulation, you start saying to yourself, well, drinking five cups of coffee is not a realistic lifestyle for a long period of time. No. So I guess that means instead of working out two times a week, I should be working out four times a week and dropping down my coffee. That's it. When you have a report that reads this, Definitely. you're able to make those educated decisions. Definitely. Right. For sure. For sure. Now, um, along with this report, you also get a brain fit score. Yeah. Um, I'm happy because, <laughs> you know, um, I got a 73. And Dr. Amen says that 73 or higher, I think he said 70 or higher, right, is means like you've got a healthy, healthy brain. brain. But if I did this when I was depressed, and down and out, I would not have gotten this score. So I want to break down um, how they do things here. What they do is they break things down by brain health, sleep, memory, executive function, inner peace, mood, and flexible thinking. Yes. I am 
so happy because <laughs> I got nine out of 10 for inner peace and flexible thinking. That's and, important. And I know that's because of the mindset work. It just proves to that mindfulness does work. Thank you. You know, like I know that people, little doctors and they're just doing the whole pharmaceutical thing. So it's like, okay, whatever to each their own, but you know, taking these mindful practices and giving that to people mm. instead of giving them an antidepressant and yes. take this and take that and you'll yes. feel better. And then that poor individual gets addicted to these painkillers or this depression pill and all this stuff. Like, it's amazing how even taking 10 minutes of just deep breathing. That's all. Even starting there. Taking one deep breath. And just releasing, right? It changes you. It does. It changes you. It molds you. It really opens your eyes to perspective and it grounds you. And that's a lot cheaper, more effective, and easier to deal with and to tell your friends about other than saying, yeah, you know, I'm on these antidepressants. Like, you know what I mean? Like mindfulness all day, every day. Thank you. That whole, whole part. So for mood, I got eight out of 10, Mm -hmm. which I think is pretty amazing. I got eight out of 10 for brain health, seven out of 10 for sleep. I do, for me, sleep does need to be better, but that also makes sense considering that I don't like to be still. I I got high on mine. I'm sure you know I love to sleep. You love your sleep. (laughs) And of course, memory <laughs> and yeah, memory was the lowest at six. And that makes you sense. You do have an interesting memory. <laughs> I My short-term memory is hysterical, everybody. It's interesting. It, it is interesting. So I, I have, I'm at a good place. Which is good. Which is good. And it shows me that I just need to continue what I'm doing and any way I can Im- improve I will do that. Right. Um, But what this is basically showing me is that I am on the right track. That's it. You know, as long as a person is on the right track and understands that their brain needs care, you're on, you're already on your way and you should keep it, you know, keep it steady. Yeah. Flow. Yeah. And this report, it also has the solutions. It's just not telling you what to do, but it tells you what you should be doing for mental workouts, strengthening your mind, physical workouts, how you should eat for brain health, mm-hmm. um, supplements that you should be taking. So it's a full-on report, and it is free. So I say go to brainhealthassessment.com and get yourself a report and start working on your brain. You have to, especially these days where health is such a huge, it's, it's, very, it's on display. Like right now the spotlight is health in all aspects. So if you can get yourself, you know, get your brain right, you can get the rest of your body right. So do that. Amen to that. Ah, amen. <laughs> Dr. Amen. Dr. Amen. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're Let's nerds. move on to the next <laughs> quiz. And that was the Know Your Dragons. Yes, so my brain score. Yes, the brain assessment uh, tour. tour. The, yeah, no, the brain, brain health has, assessment. Brain assessment. Yes. yes, your results. Yes, yeah, so my results. I I shocked myself. <laughs> I got an eighty-eight. Yes, girl. I got an eighty-eight. Mm. So my brain health is ten, which is great. Incredible. 
Okay, I, I take it. Um, my sleep is eight, mm-hmm. which is true. I, I said I love to sleep, yeah. so my memory is nine. I don't forget anything. My exact my exact function is a seven. My inner peace is ten. My mood is ten. I am usually kind of happy most times, and my flexible thinking is eight. That's incredible, girl. Oh, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm glad that I'm on my way. I mean, no one is ever no one is perfect with their brain health, but. Being on your way means something. Being on your way, if everyone was on their way with healthy mindset and that healthy brain, the world overall would be a better place. Oh, so. Which is why people need to do these tests often to make sure that their brain is still in check. Mm hmm. Ah! Now we are going to talk about the results from our Know Your Dragons quiz created by Dr. Daniel Amen. And this basically is a way for us to further understand our brains, understand why we have certain personality traits, why we have certain behaviors. It all stems from our brains. And I want to say, you know, the subconscious mind is a recorder. Mm-hmm. Everything that's ever happened to you, everything that ha- you've been through in your life, it is recorded. Even when you think you forgot it, it is buried there. And in this uh, quiz, we definitely have an intro to how our lives truly affect how we think and behave right now. Yeah, this one was really interesting. I don't know if, well, let me know if you um, this had this issue when you did the test because I did it a few times and then I kept looking at the same ones. But I found that when I did it, I felt like almost a little upset. Not, I don't want to say upset, but kind of almost even uneasy where I had to go and meditate for a bit just mm-hmm. to almost like clear my head. So mm-hmm. clearly this particular one, especially subconsciously, it struck a nerve. Yes. Which is interesting. I don't know if you had if you felt uneasy when you did this one or if you felt away or maybe you felt nothing. So for me, this is the thing for me. And I understand where you're coming from makes perfect sense. Mm. When you become aware of the genesis of why you feel the way you do, it's, it's kind of traumatic because it's being thrown at you all at once. Yeah. Imagine 20 years of, you know, 20 years of trauma being thrown at you all at once. That's exactly what it felt like. Right. And the thing is, I've been working on, you know, my mindset for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I'm almost used to the feeling of saying, yep. Oh, yep. That's true. Yeah. So I totally get that. And I think a lot of people that do this Mm -hmm. um, assessment will feel the same way. Um, for this assessment, I really did try to do it in a way how I felt before I started working on my mindset. Okay. Um, I think that if I were to do it now in my current truth, maybe I'll get a few different things. Right. But these are definitely things that I've had to work on in my past. Um, these are things that I work on constantly because Mm -hmm. I know it's there right? and I know it's embedded there and I have to consciously work on it. Right. Um, so that it can be managed, balanced, and it doesn't affect, you know, my everyday life. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because some of the, we each got four 
dragons, yes. which is kind of funny because they had a lot of different dragons. We each got four, which was, which was pretty cool. And I think the one that struck the most nerve with me the most was actually the first one that they have there. That was the one that struck the nerve the hardest. The other ones, I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But the first one, I was like, yeah, that does. That struck a chord. You know why? Because, and we're going to tell you guys the name of this dragon, yes. but it reminds you of the the lack of self-love that you had in mm, yourself. That makes sense. Actually, um, that makes a and lot And that's why it made it, I know it made me feel sad. A bit of a way, yeah. yeah that, you yeah. know, I felt this way. And the name of this dragon is Abandoned, Invisible, or Insignificant Dragon. Yeah. So the definition is others did not see or recognize you or you felt unimportant, abandoned, and lonely. If this is one of your dragons, you need to find ways to feel significant, like your life matters. And this is so, like, this was basically the reason why I was depressed. Yeah. Right? Like, this, this is, is yeah. where it comes from. Which is interesting. I think that a lot of people, because, you know, dealt a lot with, like, early stages of life. Yes. So I feel like a lot of people... If I were to do like a survey, yes. and like, you know, survey people and be like, well, which yes. dragon did you get the most? I think a lot of people would have gotten that first one. Yes. Because, you know, out of sight, out of mind, you grow up, you don't think about your childhood. You just think about the, you know, the happy times. And you don't mm -hmm. really think about or delve deep into the nitty gritty of things. And when I did, when I was done like that section of it, I was like, <sighs> you know, like a, a big sigh. I just yeah. felt a little... Uneasy yeah. and just like I was, I was, I'm not gonna say it was like hella, like you know, Hulk, or right. like that or anything right. like that, but I was definitely feeling away, a right? Which was interesting. I, I, yeah, and I want to break this down so people understand. Yes. So the origins of something like this, it's common with you know, your parents um, were unable or unavailable to raise you. You were a middle child from a large family. Your parents or siblings were dysfunctional or narcissistic or sick. Hmm. Uh, one of your parents or siblings was a high achiever or famous. Hmm. And for us, we're sisters again. We grew up in a family where our parents were entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and they took on a lot of responsibility. They did. Uh, so, you know, there was that piece, you know, they were there, of course, to provide, they were there to take care of, but maybe we weren't getting, you know, as much attention per right. se as, you know, um, some kids might need or, or get. Right. And then there's the whole school part where yeah. you're in school and you're not getting the attention that you might need as a child. So the triggers are, you know, others ignore or belittle you, mm -hmm. which that happens even in the corporate world. I think that happens on maybe the even more world than any other world, to be brutally honest. Right? With you. Yes. You know, um, recognized, you're not recognized, but mm -hmm. others are. That's another thing. Maybe you came up with an idea for a project right. and everyone recognizes another person, but not you. Mm -hmm. You get laid off from your work, but your other colleagues don't. Mm -hmm. This is a big one, especially now in the times that we're living in where a lot of people are being laid off. They might realize that I don't understand why was I laid off? And then the other two people that are my good friends, they got to keep their job right yeah so the reactions to this is 
feelings of loneliness, feelings of worthlessness, and feeling small. And that dragon, definitely, that was where my whole entire existence lived for a long time. Yeah. And that, because it happened early in life, I also feel that it's the hardest dragon to tame because mm. it's such an old dragon. You know, they say, you know, old habits die hard. So yes. that one is one that is daily worked on. I mean, daily. Yes. <laughs> you have to work on that daily. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a stubborn little dragon, mm -hmm. but we digress. <laughs> Now, did you get the inferior or flawed dragon? I actually got the responsible dragon. Okay, I did get that one too. I got the abandoned invisible. I got the responsible. Let me see your judgmental. Okay, so yeah. let's go to the ones that we both got. So okay. let's go to responsible, go to responsible. dragon. So the responsible dragon is the one that they feel liable for the pain or situation of others. So that's pretty much the entire Which, of our job. <laughs> I mean, this is what I know. This is basically this is what we what, do. What we're doing now. <laughs> helping everyone and with their problems instead of helping their own. <laughs> you know, I mean, who, oh, that's just who we are. That's oh, what we do. Dear. We love so, to help. Yeah. But you know, just... <laughs> there's to every light, there is a shadow. That's so true. And um, this is common when you felt powerless to help someone. Mm -hmm. You felt insignificant and fixing others' issues helped you feel significant. If someone bad, if something bad happened to someone you love, you felt responsible. You were the eldest child. Neglectful parents made you care for siblings. Your triggers are uh, perceive others in need. And the reactions to this are doing too much for others. Hmm causing others to become too dependent on you, breeding entitlement and resentment in those you cater to on balanced relationships and long-term stress. You know, this is the sad part of it too. The stress is not even your stress to bear. It's yeah. other people's stress. Um, this is, I'm sure a lot of empaths get this dragon. I'm sure. Um, you're taking on the problems of the world yeah. on yourself and you haven't even dealt with your problems yet. Which is a dangerous thing. It is. And this is where, listen, if you get this dragon and you do not have a mindset practice, please change that today. Please, please go and watch the rest of our videos on mindset. <laughs> create a morning routine, create a nighttime routine, purchase a journal and start learning to meditate. ASAP. This is not even a joke. If no. you are a person that tends to feel responsible for the universe, you need to keep your energy up because you will burn out. You'll burn out. And we talk about this a lot. You know, you feel other people's energies. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how to let go and handle it, you're going to not only burn out, you're going to feel like you're losing your own mind. Yes. So it's important to you, sometimes you just got to separate. And I know it's hard because you want to help people and you don't want to see, especially if it's someone that's close to you, no one wants to see their loved one, you know, going through something and they feel like they can help them. But at the same time, you don't want to be the collateral, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't want to be the one that's like, Oh crud, what, why did I get involved in the first place? Mm -hmm. So that, that's a, that one is a big one. And I agree with you, Car. If you're not, into like you know taking having a, a routine of some kind journaling even having your own psychiatrist then maybe you shouldn't be 
you shouldn't be saving no one. Exactly. And and I, I fully agree with that. And as someone, you know, we got into this because we wanted to help other people. Right. This is why we work so hard on our own mindset practices mm-hmm. so that we can help people and serve them from a good place, from good energy. Um, so yes, if you got that dragon, if you are an empath or consider yourself to be one, please put together a plan for yourself. Next dragon, ancestral dragons. This one was very interesting. Girl, listen, I, we talked about this. Any person of color would have gotten the ancestral dragon. Yes. Okay. Like if you don't, don't lie to yourself. (laughs) Yes. If you are a part of the BIPOC community, um, you probably got this dragon. So the definition is, These are your parents' or grandparents' issues passed down to you through their genes, behaviors, or cultural expectations. Their anxieties, fears, prejudices, preconceived notions, political um, affiliations, Mm -hmm. and more become yours. So this is not even your stuff. So if you are um, the grandchild or great-grandchild, whatever, of a person that survived the Holocaust. Yeah. 9-11, 9-11, yep. genocide, yep. massacres, slavery, mm-hmm. abandonment, or war, you probably have this dragon. Um, if you have um, a relative that committed suicide, oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, you lived in a war zone. Yeah. So if you're, um, you know, if you have a family member that maybe even went to war and um, they passed away. Right. You experienced early death of a child, a parent, a sibling, or, you know, you had a parent that had PTSD. Right. Um, these sort of are the, the origins of this dragon. Mm-hmm. And of course the triggers um, being the age of a parent or a grandparent when they had their trauma Um, cultural expectations, um, thinking what you should do to make your family proud or accepting of you. Mm. And I want to stop there for a sec because I know people that have had their parent um, committed suicide when they were kids. Mm -hmm. And then they get to the age, let's say their father committed suicide when they were 25. And then they get to 25. They freak out. And that's when the depression sets in. Yep, they freak out. And even if it is because it's ancestral, it's funny how that child will experience their mother or their father committing suicide at, like you said, 25. They may get to 25 and freak out and then they're fine. They have a child that child grows yes. up and hits 25 and they, God forbid, either take their life or they yeah, start or experience, to experience negative things. And they never yes. even knew their grandparents. Right. It's so fascinating. It's so fascinating. That, you know, that, that genes go from that, you know, that far, even farther. Like we were talking about well, our ancestors and the slavery. Right. Like going 400, 600, God years. knows how many yeah, years. Like the idea that slavery can still affect um, yeah. us, affect our, our, gene. Ne- our nephews and nieces and their children and their children's yeah. children. It's like a forever thing. If they keep on yeah. being embedded in us. So even if we didn't ex- experience slavery, but we still have this little inch of uncertainty. Almost. Yes. Like, you know. Yes. L- like, 
we're not safe. And, and, you know, this is why um, the reactions, which we'll go through in a sec, Mm -hmm. I just want to say that a lot of people talk down on the idea of, you know, past lives and what happened in the womb. But this is just a piece of information that says, look, what happened in your family's past can very much affect the way how you lead your life today. Um, In, you know, the therapies and modalities that I use in my practice, there are times when we ask those questions, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the situation you're feeling right now, what is the origin? Is it coming from a past life? Could be your grandmother, could be your great grandmother. Exactly. It could have happened in the womb. It could have happened when you were inside your mother's stomach. Exactly. And she was experiencing a negative emotion. Yeah, maybe she was being abused by right. the father and yes. they divorced before the baby was born. Right. And then next thing you know, you're, you watch your kid growing. Do you notice? Oh my gosh, they are some. That kid is traumatized. Yes. So many things that you don't think about logically. But then when you do tests like this, you're like, oh, wait a minute. There was an effect. There was an effect. Yes. Wow. So reactions to this, reluctant compliance, rebellion, feeling guilty, Mm. feeling like you are a disappointment, anxiety for little to no reason, and unexplainable fears. Um, There's another story I read recently, or I didn't read this. What am I saying? Someone told me. Oh, yeah. They are a twin. And they... um, said that they always felt, you know, kind of insignificant. So they felt, you know, like the um, unnoticed dragon that we Uh, talked about first. Right. Mm -hmm. And they, when they were in their mother's womb, they weren't seen. The doctors didn't know that their mom was pregnant with twins. They thought she was having one baby. Oh, wow. Was this one smaller, I'm assuming, than the other one? It was just behind it. It was just hiding out. When mom gave birth they took out the baby oh, and they were like yes here they are and then they're like oh wait a minute there's another one. Oh, you're having twins look at that that's crazy growing up she always felt like she was never seen she felt like she has been ignored isn't that amazing her first memory subconsciously is not being, being seen. seen so this is something she struggles with every day all day and probably will have to deal with it for the rest of her life. That's really sad. That's heartbreaking. But it's also fascinating that an infant literally just born already felt the experience of being left out, not being accepted, being shunned by her sister. (laughs) Yes, even in the womb. Even in the womb! So crazy. Yes, what so anyway. dragon did you get that I didn't? So I got, because we have the abandonment, we have the responsible. I got judgmental. Tell us about this dragon. So they say that the judgmental dragon, it's kind of cute because he's wearing a little judge outfit yes, with a hammer. Judging. It's like Judge Judy. Anyway, growing, grow, grew up in an environment where you are or were hurt or perceived life was unfair. So I perceived that life was unfair for some reason. And because I felt that life was unfair, I feel that I have the right to judge things. Mm. Origins, common when people played favorites, people were inconsistent in how they applied rules. You were left to your own activities or left out, sorry, of your own activities. 
you were left out of important decisions, Mm. some triggers whenever you feel injustice to yourself or others. Mm. And when you see others doing something you think is wrong. It's interesting. Um, Do you resonate with this dragon? You know what? Because when I, I people watch a lot. Mm-hmm. I think lots of people do. This one, admit it, but I admit mm-hmm. it. I people watch a lot, and I don't like watch to judge anybody. I literally just watch because it's like, well, you're passing by me, so I'm looking at you. Mm-hmm. But if I see something that I'm that I am not like that movie I'm foreign to, or mm-hmm. that I'm just not aware of, mm-hmm. I do catch myself, and then I stop myself saying, "No, Chantel, you know, you can't. No." You're that person is not you. Okay. So you you know you might do things different, which is mm-hmm. fine. They're doing it their way, and you're doing it your way. Mm-hmm. So you should let that person do what they're doing. They're not doing anything to hurt themselves or anything like that. So let them be them. So I find myself in that bucket. Yes. But one of the um, origins that came out to me, I think this stems back to when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I feel I actually I know it. Most of this stuff is between zero and seven years old. Yeah, because one of them, I was reading all the triggers. And I was like, well, no, I don't feel like that. But the um, you were left out when you were. Where was under this one? You were left out of important decisions. I feel because I can't remember if I was, but I feel like I was. You were. <laughs> no, and listen, it could I be in your subconscious. Like Maybe you I should was. do some hypnosis. I think I will. I think I will because it's interesting. How, and even think, I read that particular one and then I thought back even more to like now being an adult, but yes. before I got into mindfulness and um, meditating and all the, that stuff, mm-hmm. I think back to how I was before and I was very anxious, very, I can see where I would have been very judgmental mm-hmm. before my brain, oh, sorry, before my uh, mental activities and stuff like that. And something did happen. I won't say it here, but something mm-hmm. did happen where everyone knew except me. Mm-hmm. And I remember being incredibly upset. Yes. To the point where I didn't talk to anyone. Yes. I'll tell you, you may not, well, you have a bad memory. So you, you may not remember. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you off camera, but I was upset for days. Mm-hmm. Looking back at it now, I'm like, okay, well, whatever. But then I was like enraged. Right. So I don't know. And I, and that made me judge that person. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. I think that was the only dragon I got that was different. Okay. From yours. Yeah. Um, Which one did you get that was? Well, I got the inferior or flawed dragon, which is basically feeling less than feeling, you know, that, you know, looks, money, achievement, or relationships. And this is something that I've always like feeling inadequate. Mm. That is something that, as a kid, I remember feeling inadequate, being on the playground and being like, I am not in the same level um as the kids around me like you're not worthy to be yeah i'm not okay. worthy and it's funny because i wasn't i only had one bully in my whole entire school career mm. um but i felt that i was being cut down i felt that i was being criticized mm-hmm. um but i compared myself to others you know i had issues with how i looked uh, even today i still battle with Oh, I could be, I, I could be smaller. Right? And, yeah. You know, maybe I'm not, I think, tall, you know, I think no. everyone has, I, that I think, bug. you know, even looking in a mirror, I, I like, I actually don't love looking at myself fully in a mirror. Um, 
So yeah, reactions to that is inferiority, um, depression, helplessness, and jealousy, Mm. Um, being overly sensitive or perfectionist. We all know we did an episode on perfectionism. I was there (laughs) having imposter syndrome every day Mm. Um, and having um, body uh, dysphoric disorder you know, where you only see the body's flaws. So definitely have this. I think a lot of women I was suffer I'm surprised this. I didn't get this one, to be honest. I'm yeah. kind of shocked because... Yeah. And then I also... Exactly. And I also got anxious dragons, mm. which, you know, the panic attacks, mm. the nervousness, phobias, all of that stuff that we, you know... Really? Having know to speak it. in public is a problem? Not for you. Not for me. No. Speaking in public is not an issue for me because I've forced myself out of it. Right. Again, I did this coming from a place where I knew where I was. Right. It would probably be different if I were to do this as me today. But those are the dragons I got. And interesting. Definitely. um, After doing this exercise, I do feel that I know myself a lot more. True. I both exercises. I do feel that I know myself better now. And now that I know these things, I'm more caring to who I am and not being, especially the, especially the judgmental one. I'm really kicked that in the butt because I'm mm. like, I don't want to judge. Who am I to judge anybody? Uh, although I think everyone judges everybody privately. But anyway, right. um, this definitely does help you and your personality yes. to know how to be. And... It helps you understand other people too. Because if everyone was doing tests like this and everyone would know how to treat everybody. Everybody. So that's important. I really enjoyed these tests. I mean, it was annoying. (laughs) That last one was really like, but it was a lot. However, it was needed. Yes. So I I don't regret it. I don't. If you enjoyed our conversation, join us next week for more. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on YouTube. Just search for Her Castle Girls. We are on Instagram at the handles Bright Mindset Project and Her Castle Girls. Check out our website, brightmindsetproject.com and sign up for one of our coaching programs. Um, These are group programs or one-on-one sessions. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it all. Yeah. I mean, that was great. I really enjoyed this conversation. That was great. Definitely check out Dr. Daniel Amen. Yes, Dr. Daniel Amen. Online. He is, again, a psychiatrist and a brain specialist. Mm -hmm. Really get into his content and better understand your brain health. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Thanks everyone again for listening and have the best week. We'll check you out next time. Take care guys. Have an excellent week. Bye. Bye.